Hey friend, this is Shelby, host of the Resilient Podcast. I believe that every woman should have what she needs to feel confident. Each experience looks different, but that doesn't mean we have to be alone. What if as women, we came together and had real conversations that strengthened each other to go deeper with God and go further in life? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. Let's do this together. Hey friends, welcome back to the Resilient Podcast. This is part two of our two-part series, The Fruits and Gifts of the Spirit, and this one is specifically the gifts of the Spirit. So in this episode, we're going to be diving into more of the gifts, and um, just to let you know on the front end, I did have a few issues recording this episode. So I'm actually going to be piecing together two separate recordings um, and making sure it's complete. And so if you hear any discrepancies just in the sound, it won't be in the content or the information, but just in the sound, that's what's going on. And I just ask that you have some patience with me. It's not going to be like anything major, but you might hear just a little difference in the tone. Um, But yeah, I'm just learning to have patience for myself and grace and just recognize it's not all going to be perfect all the time. And that's okay. Um, But I just wanted to share that before we move on. Um, But yeah, in this episode, I'm going to try to be super clear in my communication uh, because the gifts of the spirit can be a little more complex and it can be a little bit like it can be a lot of information. So I'm going to try to be like concise and clear and to the point Um, But I'm also super excited for this episode because um, I feel like whenever someone is gets teaching on the gifts, it just makes it so much easier to be active in them and to just let the Holy Spirit move in your life. And so I do hope that you feel empowered through this episode. Um, One other thing before I get into everything is just that uh, today, actually, the day I'm recording is Pentecost Sunday. And Um, it's really exciting because on Pentecost Sunday, we celebrate when the Holy Spirit came on the disciples. So Jesus had already left and gone to heaven and he had promised the disciples that the Holy Spirit was coming, but that was the day the Holy Spirit descended on them in the upper room and they spoke in tongues and, uh, 3000 people came to meet Jesus that day through uh, them sharing the gospel and just through them seeing this expression of tongues of fire and all the disciples speaking in different tongues and they were so confused the people like the onlookers but what it did is that raised the question and then peter was able to preach the gospel and through that their hearts were touched by the holy spirit and that three thousand people in one day came to know jesus um but i love pentecost because it's really when the gifts of the spirit were activated in the early church and so it's kind of cool that we're doing this recording today because um it is the time that we're celebrating Pentecost. And so uh, there's just so much beauty in that. And there's so much more to Pentecost than just that. But um, yeah, I'm just excited to dive into these specific gifts. So from here, I'm going to kind of transition into the gifts of the Spirit. And then I'm going to unpack these a little more because I would say there's a little more confusion around the gifts of the Spirit than the fruit of the Spirit and what the Bible says about it. Um, so 1 Corinthians 12, 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And so it's very clear that Paul communicates, and that's not the only place. It's all throughout uh, what Paul's writings. He communicates the importance that we understand spiritual gifts and that we walk in them. He's clear about that over and over and over again. He wants us to be empowered. He says at one point, I wish you would speak in tongues 
I speak in tongues more than all of you. And he's not saying that because like, oh, you can't do it. He's saying, I wish you would step out and do this. I wish you would operate in these things. And so it's important that we are not ignorant, that we don't just like turn a blind eye to things that maybe make us uncomfortable or that we don't quite know or understand. It's important to seek those things out. Um, I would say the Holy Spirit, a huge piece that is unique about who the Holy Spirit is, is that he actually is a very experiential part of the triune God. He very much empowers us to take action, to manifest things in our life, to experience parts of God, where there are other pieces that are not so. And so the Holy Spirit, he really helps us to walk things out. Like he's the helper, but he really, he's the experiential side of God, I would say, in helping us walk that out. Um, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone. And what it doesn't mean that we'll all receive it in the exact same way. Because the Holy Spirit is going to manifest himself to us in different ways. But he gives us all access to the gifts. But you have to be open to what that might look like for you. It, it'll probably look different for one person than it does for another. And that's okay. We're all different. And I think that's such a beautiful piece of who God is and how he's created us to be is that he actually gives the gifts uh, in unique ways or for unique purposes because we are different. And, and there's different assignments and purposes he has for each of us. And so just be open to being used in whatever way the Holy Spirit wants to use you. Um, another piece that is important is in this is that the gifts are residential and um, situational. And so what it means to be residential is that you have access to the gifts at all times, that we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit to access any of the gifts to a certain capacity. But then there's also situational times where the Holy Spirit empowers you with a supernatural empowerment that is for a specific purpose for a specific time. And it doesn't mean you'll always operate in that one thing all the time for that same purpose. Does that make sense? He gives both. Okay, so I want to read what the gifts are. So 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11 says, The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. The Spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually. And like I said before, all of these are supernatural. They're not natural. These, these gifts specifically, the gifts of the Spirit, come by His endowment, His uh, supernatural empowerment. And like I said before, that can make it a little bit harder to embrace because it's not something we can conjure up ourselves. But it's really powerful for that reason because aside from God, it cannot take place. So just like the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are also broken down into three categories, and there's also nine of them, which I find super helpful because it helps me to remember all of this, the fruit and the gifts. And so the way these are broken down are um, into three categories. One is the gifts of revelation, which reveal something. So they help you to better understand something. Um, and that would be the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. So these are for better understanding. Then the next three are gifts of power, and they 
do something. So they are a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So this can happen through the gift of faith, working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. And then the third category is gift, uh, the gifts of inspiration, which say something. So they communicate something. And this would be prophecy, tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. So that's kind of how they're broken down. I think it's so important to recognize that a lot of times the Holy Spirit speaks through faint impressions. It can be through pictures, uh, feelings. You can um, feel like emotions. The Holy Spirit speaks through so many different ways, and I won't unpack that. But what's important is to recognize sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks faintly. And it's important to not disregard when he speaks. And it's important, too, when he speaks something to you or nudges you or pushes you to step out, that you take action on what he gives you. And one thing that is so helpful when you're trying to become more aware of what the Holy Spirit is saying, what he's doing, is in any situation, whether it be just throughout your day or going into a certain place, whether you're going into a, a meeting, like a, a uh, church meeting or whether you're going into the store, whatever it might be. If you want to start to become more aware of what the Holy Spirit is saying, you can start to just ask the question, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Holy Spirit, what are you doing? And just wait for his response. And a lot of times he'll give you a picture or a word. He'll nudge you in a certain way. Sometimes when I've asked that, I feel led to go pray for someone. Like I've done that at the gym before. And it's, I don't always see crazy fruit from it, but maybe that person was super impacted. I don't know the effect of it. But I find in my own life when I stop and I turn my attention to the Holy Spirit and I ask that simple question, what are you saying? What are you doing? It gives him a chance to speak. But then on top of that, if he does speak, it's important that you take action <laughs> because there's nothing worse than asking somebody a question and then not waiting for their response. Have you ever experienced that in conversation? Yes? Yes? <laughs> it's the worst. You're like, somebody asks you a question and you're like about to answer. You start to unpack your answer and they're like, oh, great. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And they either continue talking about themselves or just like vanish from the conversation. You're like, oh, well, you didn't really care to hear what I have to say. Right? We don't want to treat the Holy Spirit that way. He's a person, Right? He actually longs to have relationship with us. So if I wouldn't do that to Clark, why would I do that to the Holy Spirit? So ask him, but then also wait for his response and take action on that as he nudges you. And I find, too, when as you take action, even if it's so small and simple, he actually will give you more because you've been faithful with that small thing that he's given you, and he's so pleased he'll, he'll give you more. So don't despise the small things. Don't despise the small nudges. I have literally gone in public places and awkwardly just said to somebody, hey, I feel like the Lord wants me to tell you that he loves you. And I don't know what significance that has for you, but I just, I'm a Christian. I feel to tell you Jesus really cares for you. And they're like, thanks. And my day goes on, but I don't know the effect of that, but I was obedient. I responded to his nudge. And who knows what that meant for that person. We don't always have to see the full picture. We need to trust him. And we need to honor the Holy Spirit by responding as he speaks. Um, okay, so I want to just break down 
what each of those gifts are because I talked about the nine gifts, but you may or may not have understanding of what those nine are. I'll start with the word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is revelation with specific information um, to the past or the present. And so when somebody gives a word of knowledge, which is often an office of the prophet type person, it's very specific. It's not just like a nudge where it's like, hmm, I see this picture and I feel like this might apply to you. It's like bang on specific. Like, hey, is this your name? And I feel like you were born in this state and this time period. Like very specific words. Like, are you married to this person? And yeah, I just feel like whatever, this is what God has for you right now, or actually, you should actually take that risk in your business. It's very, very specific, and that is a word of knowledge, and that is different than just a simple prophetic word. Um, It's very specific to people, places, or things. It can also happen through a vision. You you can have it through an angel, uh, dream, or even the gift of prophecy. So this can come through the gift of prophecy as well, but it's very specific. So It's not to be confused with just like simple prophecy. Um, The next gift is a word of wisdom. And this is revelation with information related to the future. So a word of wisdom is more like divine insight. So from the, the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, it's specific as well. But it's like wisdom as opposed to just a word of knowledge of like, hey, I know this information about you. It's actually divine insight into like, hey, this is what you should do. This is how you should handle that situation. It's very, um, yeah, it's different in that way. The next gift is the discerning of spirits. And this is, um, it gives you insight through the Holy Spirit's power, insight into the spiritual realm. Um, It helps you to discern or perceive specific spirits and kind of what God is doing or what the enemy is trying to do. Uh, It can be both good or bad, but it's just kind of like you have a lens that comes only through the Holy Spirit into the spiritual realm. And this is not to be confused with just like, yeah, I have really good discernment. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you've ever encountered those people who are like a little bit cynical and they're like, yeah, I discern, you know, that sin in your life. (laughs) Like, no, that's not, that's not what the gift of discernment is meant for. That's maybe a little more of a critical spirit over there. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of what that is specifically is just more insight into the spiritual realm. And it comes through the Holy Spirit. Okay, so then the next three I'll go through are the gifts of revelation. Um, Or sorry, the, no, not gifts of revelation, the gifts of power. Um, So these are the ones that do things. So the working of miracles is the first one. It is a manifestation of the spirit to work an instantaneous miracle. And so a lot of times this can be very much confused with healing. Like we often can think miracle is just healing, But that's actually not the case. A miracle is anything that instantaneously happens that could only happen by God's intervention. So an example might be like when Jesus feeds the 5,000, he multiplies the bread and the fish. That would be an instantaneous miracle that takes place right before your eyes. Um, I've, I've seen where like people pray and God holds back the rain for a specific purpose. That would be an instantaneous miracle. And it can happen. Um, healing can be an instantaneous miracle, but healing can also be progressive. And so it's kind of a different area. But you can have an, a miraculous healing. Um, so, yeah, I hope that makes sense. But it's anywhere where God has to intervene and there's no way it could happen aside from him. 
Um, the next one is the gift of faith. And this one, I think, can be a little confusing for people. The gift of faith is a supernatural manifestation of the Spirit to receive a miracle of protection or direction or something along those lines. And a great example that helped me better understand this was Daniel in the lion's den. So it was by his faith that he was saved and protected because he knew that he knew that he knew. And by supernatural empowerment, I believe God, through the Holy Spirit, like poured out the gift of faith for that specific moment. So it wasn't just like, yeah, I believe God will take care of me. No, it was like he believed and he knew. And you see that with Paul too, where he has supernatural faith that actually protects him from situations or um, can create miracles to happen on his behalf based on their faith. Now, we all have faith, right? We all are called to operate in faith and to believe. But this is like a supernatural uh, gift of faith. And then the gift of he- gifts of healings. And this one is also interesting because um, in the Greek, it's actually the only one that is used in plural. So gifts of healings, it's gifts of healings, which like insinuates that it's progressive. So a lot of time healings can take place over time. So whether that's emotional or physical, it doesn't always happen instantaneously. It can, and that would be like a miraculous healing, but healings, it's a progressive journey with the Lord where there's divine healing that can only come through his spirit. Um, okay, so then the gifts of inspiration, gifts that say something. So that would be the gift of prophecy, which would be to edify, exhort, and comfort others. And so this is to edify the body, to strengthen other people, uh, to just kind of even show them that God cares about them and knows who they are. Um, it's less specific than a word of knowledge. It's more, um, yeah, impressions that you share. The different kinds of tongues. Um, tongues of men's, men and angels. Uh, and then, like I said before, there's a difference between the public and the private gift of tongues. Public is for, it, the public gift of tongues is actually very powerful. I've experienced it once, and it's not as common, um, but it's where someone speaks out, right? And I remember experiencing this in college where somebody spoke out a word like yelling it over the body as we were like in a chapel service. And um, and then the leader in the room got up and was like, hey, there has to be interpretation for that. And then like a few minutes later, there was an interpretation for it. And there is like a weightiness that comes um, because it's not just a translation of a language. It's actually like God's heart being imparted in the room. And it becomes like a prophetic word with the interpretation. But it's so weighty because it, I think because it's more rare and because you really feel that impartation of God's heart taking place in the room. And then with that is the interpretation of tongues. And so like I said, it's not just a translation. It's actually God's heart being poured out in the room and it brings clarity on what he's trying to say or what he's trying to do. Um, okay, so just to kind of wrap up, I want to just finish by sharing a few things to bring some clarity uh, around some questions that people typically have when we talk about the gifts and the fruit. Um, There's a really good quote by D.L. Moody. It says, I believe that Pentecost was but a specimen day. I think the church has made this woeful mistake that Pentecost was a miracle that is not to be repeated. And Jesus even kind of reaffirms that because he says to his disciples, like, 
everything that we read that Jesus did in the Bible, he says, you will do greater works than what I have done. It communicates that it was not meant to just be done and that we shouldn't operate. We should be operating in these things to even greater measure than what we saw Jesus do on this earth. And that's crazy to think about. But that's what he's communicated. And so it is, I would agree with that quote in saying that it's a sad peace when we are too afraid to operate in these things or when we haven't had teaching to operate in these things when as the body of Christ as a whole when we shy away from these things I think what it does is it it hurts us because we miss out on this whole aspect of being empowered by the spirit that we get to walk out and I think a big thing that I've seen even in my own life I grew up in not a charismatic circle at all Um, and it wasn't against the gifts it just was not taught. And what I found was that it makes sense that the enemy would try to create a lot of controversy around the gifts. Because what it does, I find the gifts of the Spirit empower us as believers. And so if he can take that away or cause division or confusion around these things, it weakens us. And it takes away a lot of our power that can only come through the Holy Spirit. And so I believe it's something that God has given us to, to strengthen us, to help us walk out this life, because it's not easy to walk out as a believer. And so these are actually equipping the body to walk these things out. But something there's been a lot of confusion on regarding the gifts of the Spirit is that um, some are given for a specific time and for the edification of the church and by the Spirit on a daily basis. So like the two extremes of when you're specifically, like I said, situational versus residential. Residential is operating in the gifts. Like we're all called to operate by faith. And so we're all called to measures of these gifts and just walking out with life with the Holy Spirit. But then there's also the situational supernatural empowerment that comes for a specific time and a specific reason. And I think that's where there comes a lot of confusion, but we can have both. And they both are part of God's will. And I think actually the gift of faith is a perfect example of that. But the gift of faith is such a good example because we're called to walk by faith, to pray in faith, to believe for things. As believers, we're all called to do that. But sometimes God gives us this supernatural faith to believe for a miracle or to believe something that doesn't make sense. And he delivers on it only by our faith. And so that would be a specific gift that he gives for a specific time. Um, And then the last piece that I think causes quite a a lot of confusion is 1 Corinthians 12, 11, where it says, But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And I think there's a lot of confusion around the will of God. And I think where we can get hung up is this idea that, okay, if I don't operate in the gifts yet, then it must be God, not be God's will. Kind of like that same idea when Clark mentioned speaking in tongues that, oh, God has to come and move my mouth, or I, I guess he didn't want me to have the gift unless he makes it happen. But yet we're called to step out into things in faith. We're called to prophesy. And you have to do the same, right? And so um, when he talks about this, Paul is very, very clear. He's not dealing with whether or not you get these gifts. He's, he, what he's talking about, the will, he distributes to each as he wills. He's, re, he's explaining that different gifts for different times. 
Not, oh, you, you aren't going to get any gifts, but you will. No, he's explaining that God will impart different things or empower you in different ways for different times. And it's going to look different for each of us. But be open, like I said before, be open to whatever that might be. And it's important to even educate ourselves around these things. Because I would say it's super hard to respond to God's leading or the Holy Spirit nudging you to step out in a gift if you don't have any familiarity with it. Like even for me, I wanted to speak in tongues, but I had no understanding of how to do that for years, but I longed for it. And then I got biblical teaching on it, and literally I started speaking in tongues like that because there was so much clarity. So I would say that it's so important around all of the gifts to get clarity because then when the Holy Spirit nudges you to operate in it, it's not this foreign thing that you have no idea what it is or how to walk it out. You've done your part, and then the Holy Spirit can breathe on that. Um, so like I said, it's not whether he will give them, but what he will give to each individual. It's not about withholding. It's about uh, which gifts he wants to empower you with at what time. Um, and again, it's just don't be confused with just these gifts as life in the spirit, right? We all have access to these gifts through life in walking with the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is the same, right? And so in that same way, we cultivate both the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, but then the gifts have this other aspect of that supernatural empowerment. And so that's kind of what I'm going to finish with. I hope that brings some clarity around these two things. Okay, so that kind of wraps up this episode. My heart is just that you ladies would be um, empowered to navigate this Christian walk. And I know that that's not easy. And I know that understanding the both the fruit and the gifts of the spirit really help us to navigate our life with Jesus, our life in the spirit. And so I hope the past episode and this episode um, really helped you to understand that better. Um, in the future, I'll probably go back um, or not go back, but going forward, I'll probably do some more episodes uh, where we talk about each gift and uh, a little more in depth, unpack them and how you can walk them out because this was more of an overview, um, but the gifts are accessible. So I do want to biblically teach on that too, um, but it's just so much, so vast. And so um yeah, I want you to be able to understand how to be activated in these gifts. And so I will, yeah, I'm not sure the timeline of that or which ones I'll do at what specific time, but my heart is to equip you with those tools as well. Um, also, just to finish, if you have any questions about this, like if this sparked questions for you or there's stuff you didn't understand in any of this, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can via social media at Resilient for the Women, or you can reach out to me via email, which would be info at resilientforthewomen.com. So yeah, I'd love to talk with you further if you, there's anything that you don't understand or would like more clarity on. Again, I hope this empowered you. I hope this strengthened your walk with Jesus and um, I hope that you enjoy your week. Thanks for hanging out today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also wanna let you know that I've written an ebook called Refreshing Your Prayer Life. This is a tool that I'd love for you to have access to. You can download this free ebook by following the link in the episode notes below. Let's chat again soon.